Welcome to the Yes You Can podcast, a soft place to land for fit pros and aspiring entrepreneurs looking for a motivational cheerleader who's been through it all and believes your best life is about being brave and tapping into your magic. Hi, I'm Hannah Pratt, an online coach and vulnerability queen. I'm here ready to share my experiences through grief, life, and finding my place on the podium to help you level up. So grab a latte and a notebook and get ready to be inspired through the Yes You Can podcast. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Yes You Can podcast. You just heard that intro, so you know my name is Hannah and I am your host. And I'm so excited to be here today. I feel like every time I come back to the podcast to record another episode, it's sort of like a homecoming because there's been, probably because there's been so much time since the last time, but I'm, whenever I come back to the microphone, I want to make sure that I'm super excited about what I have to share. I love weekly podcast episodes. I take them in. I drink them in like water, probably more like coffee, to be honest. And I feel so inspired by those who can do this, but I do a lot of behind the scenes work with my audience and I'm going to make a concerted effort to bring what I'm doing in private out into the public, especially around launching and strategy and sort of where my business is is going right now and has been going since January, but I haven't really posted about it at all on social media. So this is kind of a secret, like a little bit of a secret, like literally the only thing I've posted about has been on my stories. And that has garnered enough business that it's been busy enough for me that I I haven't even had the bandwidth really to share what's going on, on my social media profiles in here. But I'm really excited to be here today to share with you three different people who should and could launch an online offer or course or coaching program really successfully. When I start to talk about launching courses and uh, digital products and online offers, the words aren't that exciting. Okay. Like I get it. Like talking about a digital product does not light somebody up, but what gets me excited more than the tech stuff, which I actually do love personally is to think about what an online offer can do for you. And so that's going to be part two of this podcast episode. It's going to come out shortly after I publish this one, what an online offer can do for you. I do want to like get into a little bit just to keep you listening so that you, you want to know who the three people are and maybe if you fit in with those audiences, but an online offer can change your life in terms of financial freedom. I did a podcast episode about this, I think late last year about finding financial freedom. And shortly after that, I had my biggest month in business and my biggest month in business meant that it was nearly the same amount I had made in a year in one of my first jobs. And I don't say this to be, to sound unrelatable or to brag whatsoever, but finances were not something, especially making money was not something that was discussed in my household. I have a whole episode about that, that I'll link in the show notes. And when I did a poll on my stories somewhat recently, I guess I asked everyone how they felt about about talking about money, making money, saving money. I'd been inspired by Rachel Rogers' We Should All Be Millionaires book, where she gets really into the nitty gritty of money. And the what I noticed, kind of ironically, the people who commented and said that they were uncomfortable talking about money, for the most part, making a sweeping generalization, were those who I knew had it. And those who I knew had grown up with it and grown up with a certain amount of privilege. And now I acknowledge my privilege here now as a white woman, blue-eyed blonde, have lots of privilege in the body I was born into, but 
finances and a home that had an abundance of money was not something I grew up with. And, and I've already talked about that on this, on my podcast. So I will again, link that episode in the show notes, but an online offer, a digital product really can even the playing field. If you have a fixed income, if you are a teacher, if you are somebody with a salary working for someone else, chances are your salary is not going to go up that much each year. It's I've worked in corporate and for nonprofits and charities my entire career. I get it. The biggest way that you can make an impact on your salary is actually by leaving and going somewhere else and getting a 10%, maybe 20% boost. Asking for that in your current job is not always possible. It is, it can happen, but it's not always possible. If you are interested in somebody who can teach you how to do that, by the way, go check out Lindy Norris's podcast, Millennial Rising. She's amazing. But so I had my biggest month ever, which pushed me over the threshold of six figures in my business in one year. That is something that I could never have imagined for myself when I had the idea to launch Instructor Magic. And it wasn't just Instructor Magic that got me there. It was also launching Total Launch Formula, which is my coaching program for people who want to launch create and scale online offers. So people who could be folks like you, if you're listening and you're intrigued by this instructor magic and TLF and some one-on-one coaching got me over the threshold of six figures in one year. And I've been sitting on this information and it feels like the best kept secret creating something that makes a major impact. And I'm still getting messages about how instructor magic has helped fit pros feel confident and tap into a new level of skill set that's allowed them to have waitlisted classes. I'm still getting messages like that, even though I closed enrollment for the final round at the end of April. But I, in one year, I surpassed what I had taken basically my entire career to get to from a salary perspective. Now, of course, a ton of money goes into taxes, a ton of money goes into expenses, but not as many as you would think, especially when it's you're thinking about a business, obviously, like I think a lot of us think of product-based businesses. So things that have a physical form that you need to order stock of and keep in a warehouse. And there's like uh, supply chain issues that none of that exists in digital product land because it's all, you know, PDFs, courses, downloads, things that are immediate. So you just don't have the same overhead, but there's still expenses there. And obviously you know, savings and things that I need to do that don't mean that I have $100,000 sitting in my bank account. That's total revenue coming in over a year, not including all the taxes taken off. But still, seeing that number in my Stripe account was life-changing for me. It it feels like I have to share this secret with the world. And if you don't know me um, personally, you may not understand quite how jacked up I get about seeing others succeed. But one of my greatest strengths is being a massive cheerleader for people that I know, people that I love, people that I consider to be on my team. I get so excited seeing others win. And so creating Total Launch Formula is a program where I've taught others how to create courses, launch and scale. And I'm happy to share that one of my one-on-one clients who quickly accelerated through her launch has made multiple, multiple five figures. She's actually, (laughs) she's actually surpassed like my launches I think like her launch might be similar to my biggest month ever in business. And that's just one. There's others that I will share probably at some point their testimonials. But so 
in experiencing this mega mindset shift of the possibilities that exists from digital product space and entrepreneurship and creating a business for myself and making an impact, I have adjusted, pivoted, we all have, you know, (laughs) we all hate that word, but seriously, into wanting to teach others to do what I did. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about Total Launch Formula, but we're going to like later on in this episode, but we're going to get into it right now. But the three people who should definitely do this and who I will unabashedly and unapologetically slide into their DMs and say, whether it's with me or you go take a course from somebody else, you need to create a course. You need to create a course. My partner called me bullish about it, which I thought was a very funny word. But I like I see the potential for for people who who I know have something to offer. And those people in no particular order are fit pros like me, like indoor cycling instructors, boot camp instructors, people who work for a company providing a service where they coach and motivate and lead people through classes. Well, this might seem unobvious or might seem completely obvious. I'm not really sure. But if you're a fit pro, chances are that you have a built-in audience of people who take your classes, who look for you on the schedule. That in itself is extremely entrepreneurial. You are asking people to join your classes. You're promoting your rides or your schedule. You're creating themes to get people excited. You're doing collaborations and co-leads. Adding another source of revenue to the actions you're already taking that is all yours is a natural next step for anybody who's a fitness instructor. What this will require is to scale is a very similar format to what you do already. So if you're a fit pro listening to this, think about it. You have a class of 35, 36 people, maybe 50, maybe even more who show up. The reason that a studio can offer classes like that is because they have the space to do it and they're scaling. It's not one-on-one personal training, which would come at a premium price. It's some something that everybody can access for a much, much lower price, right? So they're scaling their offerings, which could be offered in a one-on-one service, but they're, they're attracting multiple people. So 30, 50, maybe even more people to their classes. You can do this in an online product, an online coaching program, an online course. You create one thing, which would be the same as your class, but It's a course or a coaching program that comes at like a package price and you run it for four to six weeks. You create one thing and get as many people as you can who are your ideal client into that offer. The reason this works so well for fit pros is often people want more from us than what they can get in a class. I have lots of people who enjoy my motivation and they want to experience more of me specifically and what I can offer them with that same experience. Now, another pathway I could potentially take in my career is offering, if I felt like I was credentialed and had the experience and all of that sort of stuff, is doing some mindset work with people or being a motivational coach. I personally enjoy coaching people on really tangible items that I can see them having a sort of shift of their beliefs um, and understanding of a product. I've always really enjoyed like the back end of things and email marketing and data. So I enjoy teaching people these really hard skills, but I know people want the soft skills stuff from me too. And there's probably 
likely want similar things from you as well. So you'll see a lot of fit pros do mindset work, but you can also do things like offering a coaching program or a fitness course that you're credentialed in outside of your studio. Now, I'm not saying compete with your studio. I'm saying something that complements what you already do. If you're an indoor cycling instructor and you work at a spin studio, well, there's other things you could be coaching people through virtually. And just, I didn't mention this, but I'm thinking all virtual for this stuff. So nothing in person. There's multiple reasons for that. And I won't get into the format of digital products here, but slide into my DMs if you have questions about it. So you could offer things like boot camps or virtual classes or mindset work or wellness or thinking about being more balanced, or if you have a focus on motherhood and people who are in the that space, you could be offering different prenatal classes or postnatal classes. There's people who do like yoga for wellness. There's a million different things you can do that won't step on the toes of your studio, especially if they don't have a virtual platform. If they do have a virtual platform, choose something that's maybe not what they offer. And you likely won't run into any issues. Although I'm always a fan of just having really direct conversations and saying, Hey, I want to start this thing that I think will actually benefit the studio and my audience and the people who ride with me. I'm going to be doing it completely separate, you know, yada, yada, yada. I've had conversations with my own studio about like starting Instruct Magic. I had a very upfront conversation before I went down the path of even doing it. But so I hope you're starting to understand that there are multiple possibilities and multiple directions you could go. And it's really about what interests you to find out what your course or offer could be, or your coaching program could be. And I use course coaching program, offer digital product all in one sentence because they're slightly different. And I have uh, a glossary. I might actually link in the show notes just to help everybody understand what I'm talking about and the different possibilities. But coaching program is often a term used in the fitness space. So I'm, I'm using it kind of intentionally there, but there's multiple different directions you can go in. One way of finding what that the name or not the name, the focus of the course or offer could be is what do people ask you for? What do people compliment you about? What do they say they love about you and they want to know more of? Is it your motivation? Is it your, the, like, is it your balance? Is it how you approach people? Is it your, is it your mindset? Something in there. What do people compliment you on? What do you get complimented on in your in your DMs, after your classes, after your rides, what do people want more from of you? So if you're a fit pro and you have a built-in audience, you should definitely consider creating an online offer course, coaching program, or digital product. On to the next one, as Jay-Z would say, the next one, again, not in any particular order, is somebody who's a waitlisted one-to-one service provider. If you provide one-on-one services, and you have a wait list going, there's two ways you could scale your business. There's, and I, I the pause was intentional because I'm, I'm sort of making like a gesture here, trying to get you to understand that something's got to give, right? And you probably feel that way. A lot of folks who joined Total Launch Formula were waitlisted one-to-one service providers who were burnt out, who did not want to add somebody else to their business to take on more clients for them. They didn't want to start an agency. They didn't want to start a beauty business with multiple service providers. They wanted to still do it all themselves, 
but they could not, they could not sustain it. So if you are waitlisted and you have customers, clients who want more of you, creating a digital product or a course or an online coaching program of some sort is absolutely a fantastic move for you. What this could look like is, and so so the, the objection I often get from service providers is, well, I don't want my clients to pay less for digital product. Not all digital products are less. A lot of them are more, but if somebody can learn how, what I give them, say you're a massage therapist or a physiotherapist, and you want to create a course or program where you teach your clients how to do something that you would do for them in, in your health space. Uh, The objection is, well, I want them to come come back to me or I want to keep serving them. Or if I teach them how to do this with this one digital product, this one payment, then I don't have them coming back to me. I don't know a lot of people like that who, who put, you know, the longevity of a customer ahead of actually getting them results. But the answer I would have to this specific example, and because it might be coming up for you is you can add a source of revenue and a a product that helps complement the services you provide. So if there's something you wish your clients did or knew or prepared for or actually took action on outside of the service you provide to them, or if there's something that you you would love to give them, but you simply cannot, I'm thinking of as a really specific example right now of a massage therapist. She's my massage therapist, and she provides a really specific service with breastfeeding moms to help get the ducts like unclogged. If there's something like that, that you could help some walk somebody through, and it would actually be more beneficial if they had videos and tutorials and some support that was pre-packaged for them. And you could just say, Hey, yes, I have this. Here's the checkout link and you'll get it immediately. That would help a give your clients immediate relief, especially if something is like that, which is a very physical, you know, painful thing. I have never had it personally, but I can only imagine. And two, it's not something you can, you would be doing in that moment. So instead of withholding service for them, because you can't be everywhere at once, you could provide a a course or digital product or something that helps support them immediately. And then we'll still likely bring them back to you for other things, right? Just because you have this one specific problem, I'm thinking about my Achilles also ruptured last year and I had a physiotherapist. And I also think he should <laughs> create a digital course for other physiotherapists. I would have loved maybe something that I could watch videos from him specifically because I trust him because I know him that could be specifically about how to get back on a bike or maybe Achilles exercises for athletes to get you running. Maybe it could be Achilles exercises or exercises for your body to repair your Achilles to get you running in six weeks, something like that. I'm making all of this stuff up on the fly. I literally don't even know if that's possible, but something like that would have kept, that would have given me a goal, would have made me feel super excited rather than just going to physio as amazing as he is. I would love a, a sort of a packaged plan, something that's really specific to me. And of course, if you're a service provider who does something like this, you can have multiple digital products for multiple different things. You could have a quick PDF download that's $17. You could have a course that's $397. And you could have a coaching program where you're providing live support that's like into the thousands. 
totally depends on your audience and what you are actually offering in your space. And obviously what the, your competitors are doing and people who already offer this as well. Number three, this is kind of going on the same tangent as the waitlisted one-to-one service providers, because I talked about an audience of your clients as the potential students for your offer. Another route you can take, and you don't need to be a waitlisted one-to-one service provider. You can be, you can actually be somebody like I mentioned earlier, like a teacher, a lawyer, a doctor. I'm just naming, you know, random jobs at this point, nurses, artists, creatives. You can be somebody who does a thing really, really well that provides an excellent service to your clients and you have no reason to provide them with or you have no reason to create a digital product for those clients. Similar to me as an indoor cycling instructor, what else am I going to do in the indoor cycling space for my clients? Not really anything. And as a fit pro, I didn't want to create another something offer for people who took spin classes with me, but I did want to create something for my industry colleagues. So I call this teaching your industry. People who are other indoor cycling instructors who are like me, who want to learn how I did what I did. Now, this would apply kind of really broadly across the board to anyone who provides a service. You could be a copywriter. You could be an editor. You could be, again, any of those people that I mentioned. If you are a lawyer, like one course idea that would apply to the waitlist one-to-one service providers would be how to incorporate. And that's a question like a lot of lawyers get right away. And it could be a course on, on teaching clients how to incorporate. But it could also be that they take the approach of teaching their industry and then maybe teach other lawyers how to set up their filing system or set up an automatic time tracker so that you're not having to spend hours and hours tracking your time at the end of the month, which is eating into your potential billable hours. I obviously have a lawyer in my life. So I am thinking about uh, them right now in this, this course idea that I just threw out there. So instead of taking the waitlisted one-to-one approach where you are going to be providing something else to your clients or customers that will complement your services, teaching your industry would be taking the approach of understanding that nobody can be you. Hairstylists do this really fantastically. Their audience, when they do a lot of professional education, is usually other hairstylists and it's teaching methods and approaches that will benefit their business. Sometimes it's like a specific technique and sometimes it's actually the business side of things. But professional education and continuing education is something that's major in an industry like that because there's trends that are continuously changing. So if there's something that you do, that would benefit your industry and you have a unique approach, you have a specific process, you have something that's a little bit different and people are asking you for advice of what prompted instructor magic for me was people coming into my DMs and asking how I motivated a certain way or saving a lot of my videos. And I just sort of naturally realized that my audience was other indoor cycling instructors, not just riders. Now, the one caveat I'll add to this this one is that you really need to realize that these people are not your competition because you are uniquely you and teaching your process to other folks is not going to eat away at your business. 
by sharing information behind an accountability paywall where somebody's paying to be trained by you, you're providing mentorship and you'll be benefiting your industry. This is my approach. And a lot of people feel the same way where it's like gatekeeping is not it. (laughs) And if you feel like keeping your secrets of how you do something is going to save your business, it's likely not. And that feels very like scarcity mindset. Like there's not enough to go around. And the thing is, the truth is because of the opportunities that exist with digital products, online courses, coaching programs, and offers, your audience likely will not be the people who are around you geographically. For Instructor Magic, there was actually a shockingly like low amount of people who were in Manitoba, which is where I live, who took Instructor Magic. Most were across Canada and even more were in the US and internationally. So by the way social media ex- like works and exists and like online offers work and exist, you do not need to have people who are around you and likely they won't take your course. It's going to be folks who are across the world who begin to follow you and there's this like lack of competition because if especially like think about it if you're a photographer and you are teaching a photography course, you could have people from around the world learning photography from you. And a small amount, a very small fraction of those photographers will be the ones in your space. And the ones who are taking your course are going to be like miles and miles behind you in their careers and likely won't need that course if they were your actual competition. So release that whole scarcity mindset. There's not enough to go around. There's so much opportunity in teaching your industry. And if you do something really well, I 10 out of 10 recommend adding another revenue stream where you can still serve your clients, still serve your customers and teach your industry and have revenue coming in from creating education and actually benefiting the community in which you live and work. Now, I already mentioned the possibilities with digital products and courses, but I want to, again, just highlight what could be possible for you. If you were a waitlisted one-to-one service provider, you could provide breathing space for yourself where you could make money and have your course sell while you are on vacation. That has literally happened to me where I was sitting on a couch and had somebody enroll in TLF in full pay and I couldn't believe it. It was the most amount of money I think that I had been transferred at one point or had been had been uh, processed at one point. And I was in that moment so grateful for this industry that I discovered where you can monetize your passion and your experience and your knowledge, but also feel like you are truly helping somebody with the teaching your industry for me, teaching other people, other service providers, how to create online courses, how to create digital products. I've seen the impact. I had somebody say, one of my students say that their student loan has now been knocked down to a goal they had that surpassed their timeline. And this is a major student loan, major student loan. And because of this course that they've created, they're on track to paying it off and actually breathing again after graduating from school. They've told me that they made more money in this one launch than they had in all of last year. That kind of impact is something I'm interested in. 
teaching others how to be successful is something I'm interested in. And the feeling is better than making a hundred thousand dollars. To be honest, the feeling of impacting somebody's life and helping them have the same experience that I did is it's the best feeling. If you're a fit pro, it's like watching somebody have a breakthrough moment in class. Imagine that possibility of creating a business where that's every day, right? So those are the three people. I'm going to run through one one more time. Fit pros who have a built-in audience. So whether you teach boot camps or indoor cycling classes or yoga or literally anything, you could choose a topic that complements what you already do in your space and create an online course, online product, coaching program, et cetera. If you are a waitlisted one-to-one service provider and you want to add something that will benefit your customers or clients and maybe serve them in the short term or add on really specialized niche offerings like the one I mentioned about, you know, physiotherapists or massage therapists, or even if you have another idea that would just support like actually helping your clients find more success, this could be something that you do. You could be a chiropractor and also have an interest in nutrition and be credentialed in that. And you do a nutrition course because you know that's going to help them with their overall health. And again, the reason I say this as waitlisted one-to-one service providers, just like the fit pros, you have an audience that trusts you who already works with you. Number three, teacher industry. So if you are maybe one of the two other people I mentioned, waitlisted one-to-one service providers or fit pros, you could teach your industry. You could be anybody and teach your industry. If you do something really uniquely, if you have a process, if you have an approach, if you have a step-by-step roadmap that has gotten you to a certain level of success, or you have a secret, like a best kept secret, just like mine that you want to share with the world and you want to benefit the people around you who your online community, the people, the international community of people who do what you do, absolutely consider creating an online course. Now, I, this, if you're listening to this point, if you kept this episode on, this could be something that you're curious about. I'm going to be releasing more content. I'm going to be going live on Instagram. So make sure that you follow me at Hannah Rose spin. I'm going to be launching my new website and I'm taking one-to-one clients in June. And then I am launching TLF. So one-on-one clients, if you are somebody who's a really experienced business owner and you already provide one-on-one services and you have a really solid idea of your niche and you may be the waitlisted one-to-one service provider and you're curious about what it's like to work with me, shoot me a message on Instagram and we can talk. But TLF is also a fantastic program for those of you who want to learn. And it's at going to be at a lower investment than my one-to-one coaching services, which are fairly um, exclusive. I have room for one more client. That's it. TLF, we had a fantastic group of all women this past time who are all going to be launching in the fall. And I take you through everything from how to start an email list, how to get leads in, how to sell, how to create an entire launch strategy, what to send when we go through the tech of how to create and record an online course or digital product, how to deliver it, how to automate everything so that you're not doing this yourself because as much as I, you know, want to like open your eyes to the possibilities, there is some reality that this is still going to be work. And your first launch is going to be the hardest one. It took me three separate courses to learn 
all the ins and outs that would get that got me to 100 grand. So there's three courses that I invested in that changed my life, but I did not feel like they needed to be all separate courses. I wanted the full like overview of what I needed to do step by step from starting my email list, which is a really important tool to help you sell for many, many reasons to the webinars that I was delivering that would then convert people and get sales in. And then how do I even make sure they get the course like unlocked to them right away? And how do I make sure that they get success? And how do I track their success? And how do I actually like get testimonials that'll help me succeed in my next launch? There's a lot to think about and total launch formula teaches you everything. We were together for 16 weeks And I've seen some amazing wins from this community. So I'm going to be opening enrollment soon. You're going to hear more about launching, scaling, and business stuff on this podcast. But I hope to sprinkle in some more personal things too as I go along. But that is it for today. I hope that you are feeling inspired. I hope that you're feeling excited. If this resonated with you in any way, shoot me a message on Instagram. Even if you're not somebody who wants to create their own own online course, but you just loved it, loved hearing about it. Would love to hear from you. That's it, friends. I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, yes, you can. Thanks for listening all the way to the end of the Yes You Can podcast. If you loved this one, I would so appreciate a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That lets others know that, hey, this is a good podcast and it's worthwhile to listen to. If you really loved it, make sure to share with somebody you love who could benefit from a little magic and motivation in their lives. Thanks so much, friends, and have a great day.